Hey everyone, Justin's nephew Jackson wants to tell you where to go if you want to support the show. Yeah. Pay, Pay. Jury. Daily. Dot com. Nailed it. Hello and welcome everybody to the Justin Robert Young Podcast. My name is Justin Robert Young. We got a bunch of great stories for you. I got a whiteboard. Guys, you guys, I got a whiteboard. And so far, I'm only 10 minutes late on everything I have to do. I feel like it was good. Took a while to get up. But now I have a magnetic whiteboard. Oh, there's so many possibilities. I mean, here's the biggest thing. Here's what I want you guys to do. In about two weeks, ask me if I'm still using the whiteboard. <laughs> I mean, I think that it's like, so basically what I want to do is every day, just kind of make it a ritual that I get up and just write out what I have to do. And then I'll have a little to-do list next to it that I can keep, you know, on Trello and stuff like that. But then I'll empty it into the to-do uh, uh, on the thing. And then I can just kind of, Point to the moments in between the things I have to do that I can do the to-dos. I can do the to-dos. So hopefully it works. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. So far it's worked pretty good. But uh, I don't know. I have this thing. I mean, like I, I get very excited and I set everything up and I start to do it and then I'll hit. I'm a very pattern-oriented guy. And that is like both to my detriment and to my benefit. Because if I can get a pattern to stick for more than, like, a little bit, then I'll do it forever. But if in the first, like, month or so I drop off, it's very easy to go away. Although I might just be explaining human psychology. I don't know. I honestly don't know. But when I look at my whiteboard, it looks like it's time for the news. Oh, these poor women. Oh, the women, they're out here and they're dating and yet another malady has befallen them. Another dating trend. Oh, no, you guys. Another dating trend. Oh. And this one's worse. From the, from the, from the, Useless news cycle that's brought you micro cheating, paper clipping, condoing. Well, we got one of these. Cockfishing. Yeah, cockfishing. Sometimes known as catcocks, writes The Mirror in the UK. It's closely related to catfishing because they use the wonderful World Wide Web to misrepresent who they potentially are to friends and dates. 
But while a catfish will alter their entire identity, sometimes using fake names and photos belonging to somebody else, a cockfish only changes one thing. I'll give you one guess. Yep, it's dick pics. You want to know some ways in which these these scamps, these scoundrels, these 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 malicious micro penises? You want to know how they're trying to fool the ladies of the internet? Here's how: you could Photoshop your dick. You could pose next to items that could make their penis appear bigger. Can you imagine? You're just trying to exchange some sexy pics with a with a fine fellow that you really got the hots for, and next thing you know, his massive cock is next to a Coke can. And you're like, Jesus Christ, that's like three times as, as large as the Coke can. Wait a minute. That doesn't look like any brand of Coke I've ever... Hey, is that a doll's arm? Here's another one. This is even more insidious. I don't know why they, they might put these in the commercials. You can use the new iPhone 11, which has a wide-angle lens to make your dick look bigger. <laughs> I know I usually make fun of these, but I'm in love with it. I say cockfish away, boys. It's the perfect crime. By the time they realize that, uh, that, that, that they've been had, it's already too late. News! Iconic mall brand Forever 21 is closing. Well, at least they filed for bankruptcy. The chain said that it is planning to overhaul its global business, closing between 300 and 350 stores, including as many as 178 in the United States. It also plans to exit most of its international locations in Asia and Europe. The company, which currently has 549 U.S. stores and 251 in other countries, will continue to operate in Mexico and Latin America. Forever Bente Uno. <laughs> I have very little personal connection to Forever 21, except to say that it is the place that if I were trying to flirt with a girl at a mall, and I was hanging with my friends and she was hanging with her, with her friends, that at some point they would go to talk to each other at Forever 21. Pretty much all I know. But I'm sure there's some people. We do have some lady listeners out there. I'm sure that they got some Forever 21 memories. All I know is that the only place... I I wound up being attracted to more girls that would also shop at Pacific Sun. I I tended to be more in that demo. The Pacific 20... the, The Pac Sun girls had more of an attraction than the Forever 21 girls. All right, last story. This is on a site called Lime.link, which I don't know if I had ever heard of before, but it's entitled, How Much Money Do Podcasters Make? This is a common question a lot of people wonder about, and while a lot of this is a big mystery, there are some indicators that give us clues as to how much people are making. So, 
This came out just a few days ago, and I was reading it, and it was very insightful. It was great research. As it points out, 7.1% of podcasters get about 5,000 downloads per episode, 2% of podcasters get 20, and 1% of podcasters get 37,000 downloads per episode. Uh, there he goes on. The author says that uh, big advertisers don't care to work with shows that have anything under 40,000 downloads per episode. He then uh, points out that, you know, the New York Times, Wondery, This American Life slash Serial get, you know, into the millions per month. And they probably, you know, year on year bring in about two to four million dollars in revenue. In total, right? Then goes on to Patreon and and talks about how the average, you know, 55% of podcasters on Patreon make less than $30 a month, which I would say is probably true. And then compares it to, you know, TV and and, and movies. But here's what I wanted to, to point out. Is that I get down to the very bottom and... The author of this is Jack Resider. Jack Resider is the host of a podcast called Darknet Diaries that I like. So really, I just want to say, go read this. This is at, at, at lime.link. Just search how much money do podcasters make and go read it. it. I was like really enjoying it. And then I was excited to find out that it was somebody that uh, uh, whose podcast I listened to. But also I met at DEF CON. And he, and he seemed like he knew who I was. So that was cool. I mean, he might just be a very nice guy. I assume he's a very nice guy, no matter what, right? But he might be a nice guy enough to point out that he might know who I am. All right, let's get into some emails. You can always reach me, jurydaily at gmail.com. Again, jurydaily at gmail.com. Thomas writes, this may be a dumb question, but do you and Ashley own a car? I've been racking my brain and can't remember you talking about driving specifically. You do talk about rideshare, but it's often in the context of travel or a night out drinking. You live in a large city and don't have a daily commute, so you wouldn't necessarily need one, but I know enough about Ashley to infer, I don't know enough about Ashley to infer the same. So, is there a jury mobile? There used to be, used to have an 07 Toyota Matrix that I paid off, I owned, but I got rid of it about a year and a half ago, I donated it, because I didn't want to pay auto insurance, and I was sick of getting parking tickets, because I would have to move it from one side of the street to the other, because I didn't have a parking spot. And finding parking in this area is just a shit show. So... That being said, a year and a half in, I really don't miss it at all. Now, it is because of a lot of very specific things that are are happening in my neighborhood, right? I happen to be by fairly competent public transportation in BART. That'll get me to San Francisco. 
I am also in an area with very fast and reasonably cheap ride shares. And I have scooters that are all over the place that are also even cheaper than the li- than than the ride shares to go shorter distances. So effectively, I won't take a ride share to get downtown anymore unless I absolutely have to. I'll just take a scooter or I can always walk, right? But really, this is the secret sauce because this is where I would have gotten a little annoyed if I didn't have this. You got these things called gig cars, which I can just rent via app, jump in and go. So, for example, I went to go take the birds up to the vet last week. That would have been super annoying if I had had to do it via Uber. I would have had to talk to the Uber and make sure that he was cool with taking the birds and blah, blah, blah. Or I would have had to go rent a car for a day and and that would have taken, you know, a little bit more time, effort, paperwork. But thankfully with these gig cars, I can just jump out, grab it. I brought the, the, the car right up to the front of my building. I got the birds in their little mini cage and I took them on over to the vet. And that was a couple hours, right? Like it, it was about an hour drive out, hour drive back, about an hour and a half there at the vet. So that was a, a pretty decent amount of time. But the fact that those are available and then I can just leave them on the street, pretty clutch. So I don't really miss my car I assume I probably would if I did not have all those things. But we happen to be living in in a pretty pampered area for those those issues. I would like to thank our producers, Dustin, Robert H. Brian C. M., Trey the Melodica Man, Adam, Middle Age, Mike, and Harry Lee Smith. You can always email me, jurydaily at gmail.com, Twitter and Instagram at Justin R. Young, and you can join our Discord at bit.ly slash jurydiscord. I want to thank another Jay Martin for getting us the podcaster story. I would like to thank Open Bayou for getting us the Forever 21 story. And, of course, I would like to thank Amish Overlord for getting us the story about cockfishing. Mm. Come on, come join the Jury Stories community. It's pretty good. And now we're using more of them because I'm doing more stories per episode. That about wraps it up for me. Until next time, please give a round of applause to Mr. Wacky, but more importantly, please. Dirt! Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. (laughs)